You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 266, Feng Shui Chi Forecast for March 2024. Welcome to episode 266 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list. That's the best way to keep updated and on all our events. And also be sure to check out our new book coming out in August, which is called Mindful Living. It will be available wherever books are sold. So welcome to our March monthly chief forecast. And Laura is going to get us started. Welcome to March. We do these at the start of each month to review the energy of March, each month that we do, talk about solar terms, we talk about the moon cycle, and then we go into a reading. And today I will be doing a tarot reading. And then we like to tie it into some feng shui adjustments or tips or ways to work with the particular energy that has sort of come up not only through when we look at what's happening in nature, what's happening around us, but also what came out of the reading. So we're going to start with talking about the solar terms, as we always do. And so this month in March, the two solar terms are March 5th is awakening of insects. Sometimes it's called insects awaken, awakening of insects, you know, but awakening of insects. And it is almost what it sounds like. It's a really, one of the, many of the names of the solar terms are, are almost poetic and they are, they evoke what is happening at that time of year. We have to remember that these were created in China, you know, thousands of years ago, and they reflect, you know, Northern hemisphere, what's happening in the Northern hemisphere and again, each climate, even within the Northern Hemisphere, will be different. So beginning of March will look different depending on where you live. The solar term for this awakening of the insects really speaks to the idea that the ground at this point is pretty much thawed. It is thawed. The rain is coming. The rain has softened and awoken the earth. And in that worms and small animals and insects are able to move through the earth, use the earth, dig the earth. So earth has become soft and giving. And there's another visual that I like to bring into this too, is the idea of thunder. Because, you know, when there's rain and if there's thunder, thunder ties into a particular trigram in the I Ching called Jun. And that is about springtime. So there's this there's this connection with all of these symbols and these visuals that bring us to this time of year where things are sparking, things are starting, and spring has arrived. And it is evident in different ways for different people and regions. Farmers will start to maybe harrow the fields, which means they're going to prepare the fields for planting. And then when you move into the last half of March, the spring equinox is going to kick that off. So the spring equinox typically falls on the 19th, the 20th, 
or the 21st. This year, where we are, so in North America, it's going to hit in where Angie and I are, it's going to hit on the 19th, but it depends on your time zone, but it, it always falls within those three days. So 19, 20, 21. And this year, March 19, and again, it marks the time in the Northern Hemisphere when the Earth is tilted toward the sun. So it just means longer, sunnier days. And it's often called the vernal equinox. And vernal really evokes that visual of green growth, you know, springtime, fresh spring, you know, new arrivals, that type of energy. So the spring equinox or the vernal equinox is a time when the day and the night are equal. And then after this point, the sun begins to grow stronger. The days begin to lengthen. Across many, many cultures, people will have their own way to recognize this. So this is often a time to do maybe some spring cleaning or some reset or some way to invite new energy into your home, the opening up of your home, right? Because it's warmer, it's sunnier, you know, it's a good time of year to do this and remove that kind of residue finally away from winter. We also have the full moon that we talk about as well. And it's interesting because the full moon, which falls on the 25th this month, is often referred to historically as the worm moon. So there's that similar imagery of insects moving, the earth softening, the earth being ready to receive. So for the month of March, when we look at the 12 animals and the Chinese zodiac, March is related to the zodiac animal of the rabbit. So it's rabbit month. And so that means that those who are born in the year of the dog and ram and pig will have supportive chi for the month of March. And those year animals that need a little bit of extra support and will need to be a bit careful this month is the rooster and the dragon. So again, if you're a rooster dragon, take a lot of time off this month to take care of yourself. And for those of you born in the year of the dog, the ram, and the pig, it's a great year to, or sorry, great time of year, great month, March, to actually do something to get an extra chi boost where you need it. Overall, the chi of March, if we take the energy of what's happening in the moon cycle, as well as what's happening in the solar terms, and looking at it from a feng shui energetic perspective, Spring is arriving, which is wood chi. Wood chi has arrived. Insects awaken, the worm moon, the rain increasing, the days becoming warmer, the ground softening. It's a time when, again, you can spring clean, bring in that abundance, and really embrace the new chi that's coming in. And if you want, I mean, you can just simply, literally wash the residue off of your home, the outside, the inside, and do just cleaning, just regular cleaning, or you can bring some ceremony to your cleaning. So if you want a little bit more information about that, you can go ahead and listen to our last podcast um, episode where we actually challenged our listeners to do a bit of a spring equinox cleaning. So again, the energy is new beginnings, growth, and a lot of that movement happening under the soil 
and you know seeds that had been planted or bulbs that had been planted in the fall they're starting to move up and emerge right so it's that wood chi that's that's really surfacing so spring is coming wood chi is coming so for the tarot reading i decided that i would ask the question is what inspiration can can we take to work with this new wood energy or this new energy of spring what can the cards inspire us? What can what symbols and what imagery and what messages can they can they inspire us to be able to work with this new energy? And so what I do is I pull a, a major arcana card as this sort of general theme, and then I pull a minor arcana card to get some more clarity. So the major arcana card I, I pulled is the sun which is a very helpful card. You just have to look at it. It's got a giant sun with a, a face on it and, you know, a happy baby and sunflowers and, you know, a red flag. It's just, it speaks of a big yang energy. It's, you know, a yes card. It's got lots of sunlight, lots of brightness and lots of happiness and hope. So it's a positive card. The symbols within it you know, if you look at the sun itself, the sun reveals, it clarifies, it brings to light things, truth, right? So you can see things more clearly. This card is, you know, has a lot of fire energy in it. And that in feng shui, fire energy and the fire element is actually connected with clarity as well. So this concept of clarity and truth, this is an important theme in this card. And the sunflowers themselves are, yes, they're symbols of the sun. Again, that that kind of clarity. They're also, you know, said to turn to face the sun. That's the belief. It's, you know, if anyone's ever planted sunflowers, they'll probably notice that they don't exactly do that. But there is this honoring and this worshiping of the sun and this seeking of truth. So those are the symbols that are in this card. Whenever you have flowers that are in full bloom, in tarot, it generally means that the time is now. So something in your life that's whatever's happening right now, it needs not needs to be acted on, but it needs to be recognized and seen now because it's it's in full bloom, right? It's happening. So I pulled then the minor arcana card as a clarifying card for the sun card. And, you know, basically what else do we need to know about this first card? What more, what what other layer can we bring to it and in information? And I pulled the Six of Cups. And the Six of Cups is, again, a lot of happiness. It's a very, we have a lot of yellow in this card. So it's like sunny, bright energy. It is filled with joy, happiness. It refers often to the past. It's one of the only cards that actually sort of talks about reflecting on the past. It can refer to something childhood or the past, but it's always positive. So it's something positive, a memory, something from your childhood, something from the past that may be now present, right? So there might be something that you're thinking about remembering or reminiscing about, or I mean, it could be something in your life that is coming back to the surface. And, you know, when we're talking about things being revealed, you know, the sun, fire energy, often, you know, there's these cycles of things that happened in your past that come around. And when you are in a sun or a fire time 
of your energy, things are revealed. So it's similar to like that idea. This card is a little bit about, you know, things coming up from the past, positive things, you know, loving, caring, cooperation. If you look at this card, the symbols on this card, there's two children. One child is giving the other child a gift of a cup, one of the cups, because there's six of them, filled with flowers. And there is this cooperation, this celebration. The energy of children is also within this card. But the cups are all standing. The cups all have these beautiful blooms of flowers in them. Again, that the flowers in bloom is thematic again. So it's a positive card. It's about giving. It's about receiving with pure intention, right? So you can sort of think your situation personally, you know, as I'm doing this for all, we're doing this for all of the, the listeners, you know, remember beautiful things from your past that made you who you are. You know, yes, this is a time of new beginnings and new starts. What things from the past that were positive can inform these new beginnings and these new starts? Are you being open and honest and generous? And this is just really that that imagery of the of the one child giving the child selflessly this this gift. Have you been reminiscing about the past? Have is there a memory that's resurfaced that's really fond and that's that stirred something in you that you want to either start something new that is based on that or something that you can reflect on that made you who you are? So yeah, if there's something you want to revisit, again, both cards, I think are positive and both cards at their heart are about pure intentions and happiness. So when I pulled the second card, the six of cups to inform the first card, you know, there might be a little bit of soul searching, this happiness that's happening right now, moving into this wood energy or this spring energy or this big, yes, sunny energy. What parts of yourself that maybe you haven't paid attention to that were positive from the past or a memory or a person or something, what can you reflect on or even take note of what is coming back to the surface? Because something might be revealed because of all this sunny, sunny energy. Thank you, Laura. So, you know, going back to the name of the solar term, awakening of insects, that reminded me of working with one of my mentors, my flower teacher, Marsha. Last year, we were doing a little bit of writing and we were reflecting on this time of year last year. And she was in Mexico at the time and she was saying how she could see the little cutter ants marching forth like a Genghis Khan army towards her trees. And so when I think of insects awakening, I think about that. And then there's a lot to that connection with what is awakening within us, like you mentioned the happy baby. And so I think overall, some ways to work with this energy in general for all of the listeners is to really celebrate this time, the spring equinox, for those of you that are in the Northern Hemisphere. And and if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you could still do this and celebrate what you can begin. And how can you approach it like a happy baby or something like with fresh eyes as if you've never seen it before and notice what's awakening and what that energy is like, just like the insects or the, the little ants are compelled to march forward. Like what part of you is naturally awakening and is compelled to start something at this time of year, just like 
how our flowers also start to bloom. And Laura and I were talking about this time of year, how our houseplants start to get little shoots. And I was like, I don't really see that. And then I just noticed the other day, there's a shoot coming out of one of my houseplants and it actually has a flower in it. And I was like, oh, Laura's right. Laura's always right. There's shoot. coming up. That is the theme of today's podcast. Laura is always right. Laura's always right. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's really a big thing that all of us can do. And some ways that you can do that is to uh, look at the feng shui of your home, right? So I thought some ways, I have some ways, and then Laura is going to share some too, is that you can bring some fresh seasonal flowers into your home and see what's blooming around you and see how that reflects upon what is blooming within you, right? So mm-hmm. maybe sunflowers are not in season yet, right? But but that doesn't, you don't have to take it literally that Laura's, Laura's not saying that you need to go get sunflowers, but what it, what it what's blooming within you and how can that be reflected in what's blooming around you? Like I also right behind me have like an orchid that just started blooming as well. So what's blooming within you, what's blooming around you and how can you bring that and invite that in the home? Laura, you want to talk about another one? Yeah. One thing that the theme that came up with clarity and revealing, and it sounds like a lot of big work, right? Like, oh, I have to start thinking about like what's coming, you know, so I don't, I don't want to stress anyone out or add any more, but it's, you know, some there's, there may many ways that this could show up, you know, this concept of this new energy days are longer. There's more sunlight just in our daily life right? How does that influence you? How do you affect, can you open your windows? Can you, cause I have to say, I'm already feeling that and opening the windows, getting up at, you know, the certain time that a month ago when I got up, it was dark. Now it's not, you know, even just recognizing these simple things in your daily life makes a huge impact. So yes, you want to do things in the home as well, but I wouldn't mind if you just kind of gave some reflection to how light is affecting you the longer days and embracing that. And maybe give a little bit of thought about, again, that card, that second card about what's resurfacing, okay, from from your past or what is something that you have learned along the way that now you want to embrace and take to the next level or start again. So I think there's, there's a lot uh, of stuff there. And I think what makes sense too with the springtime energy and what is happening now is to spend time in a particular area of your home or your bedroom and that using the bagua. So if you refer to the bagua, there is an area called Jun, which is tied to new beginnings in spring. And so that area of your home, that area of your bedroom, you know, this, this new kind of energy that's moving, you can also reflect it in your physical space. You can add color. You could work with blue, green, teal, add it to that area, or you could take a plant or those blooms that Angie was speaking about and place them there. You know, just working with that area, seeing what's going on in that area, again, is another way to, it's a way to wake up, you know, so like wake up and start to look around and pay attention a little bit. Like how is the light coming into your home? How is the light affecting you? And then what is going on in that particular part of your home, which happens to tie in energetically and seasonally to what's happening right now. Yeah. And another area that ties in to what Laura was talking about is 
called Khan in your feng shui bagua mandala. And that area is also called sometimes career. It's the color black. It's sometimes called your path in life. And it's also related to our ancestors, which is something maybe that we can explore um, each or all of the listeners can explore in terms of like, where did you come from? Or it could be the past. It's also the winter, which is actually what we're also coming out of too. So in many ways, con position is a lot like the things that the minor arcana card was encouraging us to look into, right? So you can also see what's going on or explore that area of your home, which is the black career area. It's called con. And then I think the last thing that all of you can do is as you move into this month of March, you can do something very similar to the sun card is actually face the sun. Go out and face the sun, let your face receive sunlight, but also stand at your windows, clean your windows, let the sun come in through the windows. Your windows represent your eyes and your your home, your doors represent your mouth. Different parts of your home represent your body. So, so see if there's areas where you can bring in more sunlight, like open up the window treatments, clean the windows, open the windows to let in and receive the sun. So your body and your home can receive the benefits of this bright chi that's coming in with the spring that's coming. Yeah, so Laura, thanks so much for putting this together for us. You're welcome. And listeners, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. And very soon you can also tune in to us by reading our book, Mindful Living. And if you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others. You can subscribe, leave a review. You can always support the podcast by checking out our courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. And you can also check out our forthcoming book, Mindful Living. It's available wherever books are sold. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.